Welcome to a dopamine kit. Yes, another ADHD podcast. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week and we can hyper-focus together on all things ADHD. This is our journey to diagnosis, the challenges, frustrations and humour that come when living with ADHD as adults. Let the interrupting begin! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 75 of A Dopamine Kick. Today we're going to be talking about ADHD and imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, we revisit the old imposter syndrome. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the podcast. You can do that by clicking on the follow button on whatever platform you are listening to us on. And if you would like to support the podcast, then there is a link that we're going to be putting in the description where you can sign up for a small amount of money each month. Yeah, so we've actually had this for a while, but we both had too much RSD to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) But there are costs involved with running a podcast, things like paying for the um, host that we use, our website, and someone reached out to us and asked about supporting the show. And we thought we should probably mention it at least once on the podcast for anyone else that is interested. So the link will be at the bottom. If you do want to support the show, we'd be super grateful. Anyway, imposter syndrome. (laughs) Yes, we're talking about imposter syndrome. And this is probably the worst episode to mention it because we're going to have imposter syndrome about that. Are we good enough? We shouldn't be asking for people to give us any money. I think we both hate the thought of doing it. But it's done. It's out there. Let's move on. We're talking about imposter syndrome today. And uh, people with ADHD, believe it or not, they do struggle with imposter syndrome. I know I do. Child does too. And I think the big one, um, and this is something that I still had, but I had massively before my assessment, is um, thinking that you don't have ADHD. Like thinking that everyone else has a legitimate problem and a reason why they're struggling. Um, but you're just making stuff up and you're like the exception to the rule and you're just broken and you know that that doesn't apply to you um and I know Sparky this is something you struggle with because <laughs> every time you have a problem with the doctors you you say to me it doesn't matter anyway because I probably don't have ADHD yeah and then and then it makes me and then it <laughs> makes me spiral and it makes me overthink because I'm thinking well I'm doing a podcast about ADHD what if I don't have ADHD? All this is for nothing. And then, uh, you know, obviously I say to you, I don't want to do it anymore. I can't do, I can't do the podcast. Even if it's not about ADHD, it's yeah. about something else. Yeah. <laughs> the thing with imposter syndrome as well is that it's often not logical. So things like thinking that you don't have ADHD. Well, you've done an, an, an ASRS form. And it indicated highly that ADHD was the next step. You've done like loads of research. You found loads of stuff you identify with, including things that previously hadn't told people. Um, You've spoken to other people with ADHD and found like connections, even though you've got different life experiences. The evidence is there that like that is not just one huge coincidence. There's more evidence to say you have ADHD than to say you don't. But yeah, imposter syndrome just like grabs you and sucks you in. And it's like, no, yeah. but you don't. But 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 this and but that. Yeah, because I think when I go for this assessment, I think, OK, it's going to be like a cognitive evaluation, I suppose. Maybe a psychiatric assessment as well. Are they just going to turn around and say to me, no, you actually don't have ADHD, you have this, and then whatever I have is either going to be worse than ADHD. I don't know if anything can be worse. Well, I mean, I know there's things that are worse, clearly, but I mean, 
is it going to be that I've been lying about it all along and I don't have ADHD and I've been talking about ADHD and going, oh my God, that's so ADHD. And it turns out to be some other problem that I wasn't aware of. And they're like, no, you've just got this and you, there's no way of fixing you. And that's just the way that you are. I think though, even so, so I still feel like that sometimes even having had an assessment. So I, I feel like that maybe I've sort of tricked my way into it. Because initially, when I had my assessment, I was so nervous. It's the first time I'd ever met my psychiatrist. I gave loads of inaccurate answers. And he said that I was, he said that I had a borderline diagnosis of ADHD. And then months and months later, we did another assessment and I went through all my answers. And now he knows me better after seeing him for sort of six-ish months. And he's just removed the borderline and said, no, you definitely have ADHD. (laughs) But that doesn't make me feel any better. I just think, oh, well, I've obviously got better at answering the questions now. Like, I know what I'm meant to say. So clearly somehow I'm just like faking my way into it. (laughs) It feels like a test when you go for that assessment. I mean, I've not been, so I don't know. But this is the feeling of how I'm feeling. This is the feeling of how I'm feeling (laughs) before the assessment. Mm -hmm. Am I going to answer the right things? Am I going to know what to say? What if they ask... a specific question and they get it wrong like they think that it's something else like maybe it's just anxiety maybe it's just depression mm. I've had those things all along and nothing's changed so <laughs> am I just going to be lost left hopeless broken and then I'll have to come back on here and say hi guys yep Shell's the only one with ADHD she's the only one that's been assessed for ADHD actually got ADHD I'm just a depressed mess in the background that does not contribute anything to this podcast anymore you can just do it on your own because there's no point in me being here (laughs) I 110% do not think that is going to happen well you never know that's the thing (laughs) (laughs) that's the imposter syndrome but then maybe there's some truth to it who knows no I think that the the evidence is overwhelming that you do have ADHD I mean what have you spent today doing? <laughs> Let's just talk through. What photos have you sent me today? <laughs> Why do you do this to me? <laughs> Why do you do this to me? <laughs> okay, so I, I painted the garden fence. Mm-hmm. I, that needed doing. But these these are normal things that I'm explaining. Right, that one's normal. Skip that one. What else did you do? I painted the, the wall. I painted my shelving unit. I painted a cupboard. I painted the stairs. I painted this stair banister rail. Um, (laughs) And I also started painting the doors this morning because I I didn't want them to be white anymore. So I started painting them. But what I did is I just literally just took the tub of paint. I was painting something else. I got bored of painting that. And then I was like, right, let me, oh, that look, I need to paint something else. So I just started slapping it on the doors. And then Adam (laughs) came running out of nowhere and was like, what are you doing? I was like... (laughs) What? I'm painting the door. And he was like, why are you painting the door grey? I'm like, because it's white and I've got this idea in my head and I want it. I want them all grey. And he's like, yeah, but it doesn't go with the kitchen. The kitchen's green. I'm like, yeah, but we don't shut the door. So it doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> so there I am wiping it off with a cloth. Yeah, I've decided now that the new thing is going to be, I want the stair banister to be grey. So I started slapping on um, what looks like a silk emulsion over glass yeah. by the way um so this is the, these need... are the photos i started getting so zero prep zero standing just did you even wipe it down first no or you just no <laughs> no and <laughs> the thing is nothing that I, nothing that i've painted today has been wiped over i was literally <laughs> literally when i was doing the fences outside there was cobwebs everywhere and i was just 
we're just, just painting them just, in. Just painting them in. <laughs> you know, it's just old cobwebs. I just started putting more paint over it. There's just like all these black stuff everywhere. And I was just like using my hands to like move it out of the way because I just needed it done now. But then that doesn't mean that I've got ADHD. No, no, that that sounds like a well-rounded, normal thing to be doing <laughs> on your day off. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, is that a normal thing? Because you do stuff like that. Yeah, but this. I have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> do you just slap it on? <laughs> Don't set your bar at me. <laughs> do you just slap it on? Yeah, yeah, I never bother to do any prep. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's why I'm having to repaint it. my fence at the moment because I didn't bother to prep it the first time. So although I used paint that's supposed to have a six-year guarantee, it's lasted like a year. <laughs> my paint doesn't even have a guarantee because it's for a wall inside. <laughs> <laughs> but because I've got some left, everything's got to be grey. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking of painting things that paint would not go on. It just would not like go what? on. Like oh, what? I'm thinking about painting my desk grey but it's glass no don't do that <laughs> why don't you just get a grey grey cloth just get a grey cloth oh a cloth that will look less shit than gloss paint on glass you know you see in my head it won't it's gonna be amazing it won't these are the things that people have been saying to me all my life that won't look amazing and it makes me want to do it more because I'm like I'll prove you wrong you will be so angry when you wreck your desk <laughs> I'll be getting all these messages. Fuck's sake, I've done it again. What am I going to do? I need to scrap this desk. I've got to get a new desk now. I haven't got a desk. Can't do any work. Okay. I think you've made your point. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just basically reading out past messages. (laughs) I'm making impulsive decisions, right? But that still doesn't mean that I've got ADHD. Okay, okay. Right. Do you know what I mean? We're talking about imposter syndrome and, and you're, you're, you're trying you're, to be the voice of reason. You're trying to convince me that you, you don't have ADHD <laughs> when with just one day off. <laughs> okay, Dr. Shell, <laughs> trying to psych me out. <laughs> oh my God, funny. Imposter syndrome isn't right. just about ADHD though. Like I get it. Oh, I get it about everything. I definitely get it about work all the time. Like I've been doing my job for... Oh, I think 11 years now and I still have that feeling most of the time that somebody's just going to walk in the clinic one day and be like we're on to you like we know that you haven't got a clue what you're doing and you didn't really even pass the exams and this has all just been a big misunderstanding you're gonna have to leave now I still feel like that all the time yeah but but the thing is like you just sat there trying to convince me I've got ADHD but I don't have a diagnosis so mine's actually shrouded in a bit of logic there whereas you actually did pass your exams to become a vet so I mean I I I, I took them and I got the results that I passed but I never truly believed it like I I still to this day think there was like a mix-up and and like my name got put on the wrong paper or something (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that is unlikely And that imposter syndrome is not logical. <laughs> Let's talk about your work and imposter syndrome. I don't have any imposter syndrome when you it comes don't, to work. Like, you don't feel like maybe you don't sometimes charge less for stuff because you think you're not very good at it and someone else would be better and, and worth more money? Okay, maybe you're right. You don't, 
you don't charge less because you think your time isn't as valuable. All right. (laughs) These are all things that you've told me. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Sometimes I do actually believe that I'm just not good at what I'm doing and someone else can do it better and why would you want me anyway? And, you know, people will say to me, oh, will you do this for me? I got a message uh, last week. Uh, Do you still do photography? And I just said no. (laughs) Oh, my life. Your photography is so good. Because I thought, I don't really want to get into the whole thing. And then you've got to go down prices. Then I'm not going to feel great about myself. And I'm always making excuses like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, maybe you shouldn't use me. You can use somebody else because you'd get a better experience going with them. And they're professionals. And I'm not a professional. I don't know what I'm doing. You do know what you're doing, though. I don't. I just point and shoot. You you don't, though. You don't. <laughs> As someone who genuinely knows nothing about photography, you do know what you're doing. I don't even know, like, what your cameras are called. You've got all these different lenses for them. So when, when Jamie borrowed one of your cameras and you tried to show me how to use it, I basically went home and said to Jamie, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie was like, oh, didn't he, didn't he tell you how to use it? I was like... Yeah, you're going to have to ring him if you want that tutorial, because I took nothing in. <laughs> still, still, it doesn't say that I know what I'm doing, just because I know a bit more than you. Just just because you take photographs and edit for a living, yeah, no, totally no idea what you're doing. <laughs> People are willing to give you money for your skills, but no idea what you're doing. I just wing it. I've winged it this far. I'll keep, I'll keep on winging it. That's just what I'm doing. Because I don't, I don't believe that I'm very good at what I do. I suppose that's why we're talking about imposter syndrome. Yeah, that's that's what imposter syndrome is, though. Because the, the overwhelming evidence is that you are good at what you do. And you do know what you're doing. Yeah, because people will say to me, oh, I like that photo. Or I'd love to, I'd love to have that photo on my wall. Or do you charge for your photos? And I'll be like, why would you want that on your wall? Like, <laughs> why, would, why, why on earth would anybody want one of my photos on their wall? And actually, funny story... One of my good friends has got a photograph that I took on their wall. I don't know why they want it on there because to me... And they say to me, did you really take that photo? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm looking at it thinking, how can you not tell that I took that photo because it's awful? No, I really like, like, especially your scenic work around Birmingham. I think that's so nice. Like, you take photos of places that I've been to and they look different. In your photos, they look, like, really beautiful and like inspiring places and I see them and I just think how does he do that because I've stood I've stood there I've stood where he must have been standing to take that photo and I just saw a boring city I'm not I'm not going to be able to agree with you on this one shall I'm really sorry um there is literally no way that I think that my photos are any good I post them on Instagram and things and I get likes I don't know why people like things, but I just don't believe in myself. And I, I think that's something that I've always struggled with. And um, maybe one day, one day, if I get medication, um, if I have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> if you manage to trick someone into thinking that you've got ADHD. Yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. You'll be able to get medication to fix your life. So have you got any more examples of things that you have imposter syndrome about in your life? Um, I get it a lot around being a mum. I definitely get it a lot around that, like feeling like I'm not a real mum. But I think that's probably because I struggle a lot more with organisation stuff than the other mums that I see. So like, you know, we'll go somewhere and like, so say for example, my daughter goes swimming and um, when we were swimming before Easter, like the other mums had done stuff like they'd bought 
in um, Easter presents for the swimming teacher. I didn't even know that was a thing. And like little like Easter eggs for all the kids in the changing room to eat. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like I don't, I, I, I didn't even remember to bring clean socks. <laughs> You know, like there's all yeah. these like next level organizational skills. And I'm like, like we just bumble through each day, like arriving late with not the right equipment. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like my daughter's only three, but phrases like, come on, we're going to be late and we're in a rush. <laughs> I'm already in her vocabulary. Um, so yeah, I have a lot of imposter syndrome about being a shit mom. She's ushering you. <laughs> she is, yeah. She say that all the time. Like, well, we have to need to leave somewhere at like half past and by about quarter past she's going daddy we're going to be late come on <laughs> and I just oh, hear her and her. I think oh that is that is just all me that is <laughs> I'm the same as you though I get imposter syndrome about anything but for me obviously I don't have kids but it's just being alive so I have imposter syndrome about being me <laughs> is that even possible <laughs> I know I do know what you mean having that like feeling that someone's gonna come up to you and be like I know you've been living this life but actually yeah. none of it is real <laughs> yeah none of it none of it is yeah is real I feel like that a lot <laughs> you, just, you don't know what you're doing you're a lost person you are fluking everything and you really need to stop it now because it's just getting too much yeah <laughs> you're not a real person I do know I do I do feel like that as well a lot I know what you mean definitely that will hit me like mostly when I'm on my own like when I'm doing stuff like going to and from work I'll just have this feeling of like you're driving to work I don't know why I'm doing this like I don't know why I'm still keeping up the pretense that I'm a normal person living a normal life when like any minute now I'm gonna be found out (laughs) I don't know who is is looking for me (laughs) I do, I do. I actually get that as well. I can't believe it. Imposter syndrome. You just said it perfectly then. <laughs> do you ever get this feeling as well that, oh, I don't even know how to explain this, but you, it just comes into your mind. It's more fleeting, but you're like, oh my God, I'm a person and people can see me and I do a podcast and I post things online and oh my God, what do people think of me? <laughs> do you ever get that? Uh, yeah, I do, but I would say... And you say, think, oh, it's too much, I can't I, Yeah, do it. I'd say definitely much. that's more of an anxiety thing for me than than imposter syndrome. Okay. That, that, right, that definitely will start me off in like an anxious spiral of like, what the hell am I doing? Like, who do I think I am? <laughs> who do you think you are? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Some kind of superstar. <laughs> Right, I suppose we should talk about ways that we can manage this. Now, I don't have any ways to manage yes, this. Yes, you because... do. You do. You were the one that told me this, and I love it. You said before that when you did CBT, they t- they talked to you about um, being in a court of law, and like when you have like these negative thoughts, what actual evidence do you have for them, and like would it stand up in a court of law, or is it just a story you're telling yourself? And ever since you told me that, I've been trying to do it more and more with imposter syndrome type stuff and it does really help because often that actually isn't a lot of evidence it's all your opinion like I'm shit at this when you actually like think okay well where is the evidence that you're shit at it yeah it's often not there oh well I'm glad I gave you some advice in your life that you can take because you don't usually take advice from me true i don't usually sense check things with you because whenever i do you're like no i think that's a reasonable idea go for it 
<laughs> but I don't not what, take And you mean advice. it's not usually reasonable? <laughs> you mean I don't give you reasonable advice? That's like one of Jamie's pet hates of like, uh, I, I've, got, I've gone off on a tangent on some crazy idea. And I'll be like, no, no, I've like, I've spoken to this. I've spoken about this with people. And he'll be like, oh God, who have you spoken with? <laughs> and then, do you say me? I, yeah, well, there's a the, there's the list of a few people. If, like, if I mention their name, he's like, fuck's sake. <laughs> to be fair, that's quite kind of true. There's some people that you just don't sense check with, really, but you still do and you still take their advice. <laughs> sense check because you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> that was going to that was actually going to be one of my ways of managing it is sense check. But if you're not aware who you're sense checking with, there's no point. Yeah, I think sense checking is good. You just need to be um, aware picky about who you sense check with. Yeah, <laughs> you do need help and support from others sometimes. Sometimes you do need somebody that's going to tell you that you're not a failure, that you, you, you're not pretending that you can do things. And then you feel a bit motivated for a while because if you've got somebody that supports you and says to you, no, you're really good at this, this is something that you've been great at, and they tell you all of those positives that kind of balance out all the negatives that you've got in your mind, in your head, then that can be really beneficial going forward and thinking, actually, yeah, I am quite good at this. Yeah. I remember... I wonder, if, I wonder if she's still listening. Hello, if you're still listening, by the way. I did some wedding photos for a friend and she really loved them, but I I just couldn't, just could not send them. I just, I, I was feeling all these feelings of imposter syndrome. I shouldn't have done this. I'm not good. Why did I do this? I've let her down. I've ruined her day. Um, but that's not what, what she thought. And everybody was saying to me, no, they're great. Send them. But I just could not. So I think sometimes you can have that help and support, but you can still feel it even though people are telling you because I think it depends how strong you've got imposter syndrome as well. I think I've got it quite bad. <laughs> I think sometimes even though people are telling me and all the evidence is there, I still don't listen to it. So that's what I need to kind of work out. I need to work out a way that if you've got imposter syndrome quite bad, how you can actually deal with that. There will be one day where I will be able to recognise it. Maybe I just need ADHD medication and it'll all wind down. But then probably won't ever get that because I don't have ADHD. So <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, if you've, got, if you've not got any more ways to deal with it, we can move on to which I remembered this week. Oh, what did you ADHD this week? Oh, yeah, did you forget? No, I didn't forget. Yours is, you take the lead on this one because I know what one you're going to say and it's, uh, it's phenomenal. I can't top this. You go for it. So last week I said, I couldn't remember what I was going to talk about. And Shaw was like, oh, it'll come to you, it'll come to you. And then the podcast ended and I was like, oh my God, I know what it is, right? So I can't remember what I even said now. I can't even remember what it TikTok. was. TikTok, that's it. Right, so I was on TikTok and I go on TikTok quite a lot, scrolling, you know, obviously ADHD, if I've got it, and all those impulsivities and dopamine. And I accidentally, I was in bed and I accidentally pressed uh, the live button, you know, to go live on Inst on TikTok. And I didn't realise that I'd gone live. And then it came, something flashed up and I was like, oh, what's that? But then something from TikTok shop came up and I was like, oh, I need to order that because I was ordering some dog like play balls. So I got distracted and I was on TikTok shop. I was looking at all these balls and 
my dog was on the bed and I was talking to my dog and I was going, oh, you're so cute, you're so cute. And, all, you know, all these different things, talking to him in baby voices and all this sort of stuff and just saying silly things, you know, as you do when you're alone with your pets. And then I realised that I had gone live on TikTok and all of the people that follow me were listening. Well, not all of them, but majority of those people that had signed in were listening to me talk to my fucking dog on the yeah. bed. <laughs> 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 I already knew the story and it was still just a funny second time. Just don't understand <laughs> how on earth it happened. It's amazing. And is it still, because it, it saves the video, right? When you go live. It's, yeah, but it the problem is it. I started panicking and trying to get off it and then yeah. I couldn't get off it. So everyone on TikTok was hearing me going, shit, 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 trying to, <laughs> trying to get off TikTok. <laughs> and then... Uh, I don't know what I did, but you know, overwhelming panic comes over you. You don't do anything. Yeah. In steps, it just all goes. It just all goes out the window. So I was dropping my phone. I smashed a screen. I was just swiping left, right, and centre because I didn't know how to get off it. That was the thing. Like when it came up the first time, it I is like, quite. It's a bit confusing. Everyone on TikTok yeah. was just seeing me like panic. My face oh, rocked no. to the screen. Like get off. <laughs> Fab. So I think that's all we've got time for this week. So we'll see you next time. Bye! Alright, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast wherever you're listening, as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.